Welcome to Word of Truth Radio with Reverend Azuka Obi. Here is your host, Pastor Obi. As you know, we're already running this series, or we've been running this series for the past three weeks on the steps, the four quick steps to healing, the four quick steps to achieving forgiveness. Number one, do what? Love. Number two, do good, goodness. Number three, bless them. Then number four, number four, pray for them. Pray for them. That is the instruction. That is the instruction. This is how you do what? Rebuild the wound. So when somebody hurts you and you forgive, Yes, the person hasn't come to apologize. Yes, the person has not even shown remorse. Yes, the person is still doing that thing that hurt you. But you chose and you choose to forgive. You are becoming mature. Then you'll be a son of God. Sons are the ones that God hand things of value to. Sons are the ones that God you know, puts his trust in, knowing that they will defend the cause. They will represent him well. Sons are the ones that God promotes and prosper. So the question today is, will you be a son? And when I use the word son, I use it loosely. It's for both male and female. God created man and made them male and female. So the word son is genderless. It represents both the male and the female. So I'm talking to you, ladies in the house as well. This is how you know you've grown. And you will be the sons of the Most High. Hallelujah. Verse 36, Therefore be merciful just as your Father also is merciful. Start doing the things you used to do and for the people you forgive like you used to do for them before the event. I added a part to it. So start doing the things. You used to do for them before the event, before they hurt you. Do it, not because you like them anymore, but because you love them. The fourth part is what I call strengthening. Stop the bleeding, forgive by faith. Inflammation, work in love. Don't speak evil. Don't allow uh, thoughts about that person become so toxic in your mind. What of every negative thoughts about the person and allow the love of God in your heart. The third is rebuilding that broken skin. That is walking in love. It's all called taking corresponding actions of faith. The fourth part, very important, is strengthening. You'll notice that that injury gets to a point after all those um, Platelets, fibrins brains have done their work and their broken skin is not covered. It starts getting dry and forms what we call scab. It strengthens that torn, that broken skin. It strengthens it. So it's what we call scabbing. So how do you do this fourth part in this journey to healing? How do you carry out this fourth part? in this journey of forgiveness. How you do that is very important. The fourth part is so important. It is 
doing number two walking in love and number three working in faith or working out your faith or taking corresponding actions of faith consistently that's a key word you don't word off those toxic thoughts about the person that hurt you once you word it off as many times as the enemy brings those thoughts he breaks it 10 times in a day, do it. He breaks it 100 times in a day, do it. Jesus says 70 times, 70 times a day, do it. So be consistent in not thinking evil about that person. Be consistent in loving them. Be consistent in praying for them. Be consistent in blessing them. Be consistent in doing good to them. Don't do it once. They might reject it. Look for another way of doing it. They might say, oh, stop being nice to me. Look for another way of doing it. Be consistent. Now, has this happened to you? I'm sure everybody listening to me must have been injured once or twice in your life. When that wound gets scarred and is dry, how many of you have successfully, <laughs> successfully, you know, when I say uh, overcome the temptation of picking on that injury? I know I've done it a lot of times. You want to pick the scab. Yes, yes, so much in a hurry for the wound to heal. Glory be to God. As we ought to be, you should be so much in a hurry to heal from that wound. Forgive. But no, but this part is so important. Have to be consistent in day two and three. And we've gone. This is what happens when you are not consistent in walking in love. When you are not consistent in walking and taking action steps of faith, you go picking the scab. And this has happened to me a lot of times. Because it has hardened a bit, I thought, oh, it has healed. I go pick that scab over that injury, and the injury will start bleeding again. Because the strengthening has not gotten to the final stage. We picked the scab too early. When we stop this being consistent in walking in love, when we stop being consistent in walking out our faith by loving them, doing good to them, when we are not consistent, we might pick the scab over that wound and it will start bleeding. So we start that process all over again. So that's why, that's why being consistent is so key. Be consistent. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Love will finally overcome the pain. Love will finally overcome that hurt you're feeling. Love will finally win. Love is the most potent force on earth. Paul, speaking about three forces, said, see, there's love, there's faith, there is hope. They say the greatest of all is love. The second greatest is hope. The third is faith. Love conquers all. That's what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13. Be consistent. Be consistent. Verse 17 says, Repay no one evil for evil. I'll be consistent in this. 
Verse 18 says, if it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Try your utmost best to be at peace with everyone. Try your best. The best that you can. Try your best. Be at peace with everyone. Love everybody. Doesn't mean you must like them. But to the best of your ability, be consistent to live at peace with everyone. And that's exactly what I did to that guy when I saw him 10 years later. I was like, oh, hi, how you doing? And he spilled hate on me. That will stop me tomorrow when I see him again. I will still go back and say, hey, how you doing? Can we grab coffee? If he spills hate on me, take a step back. But I'm going to come right back. Be consistent. Be consistent. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Say, beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. This is why I end. Very important. Because people have wondered, and this is why they struggle with forgiveness. I'm like, this person really hurt me. I want them to feel the hurt. I want them to be hurt. I want them to feel the pain I'm feeling. And if you're a Christian, you shouldn't think that way. But we are all human. You know? And it is why they struggle with it. They don't want to forgive. So they, 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 they feel that when they hold that person in their heart, that the person in his house will be hurting. But that is a big mistake. <laughs> that is so far from the truth. So, so, so far from the truth. Because you believe that when you hold a person, you actually, I won't forgive. You're holding that grudge that that person in his house is feeling the pain like you're using a voodoo doll. <laughs> no, 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 That's far from the truth. The person in his house or wherever he's at or she's at, having so much fun, they don't even know that you're dying. Like my father will say that when you hold somebody down, Guess who is down? You. In the physical sense, the person is down and you, you are down. But the truth is that when you hold somebody down in grudge, you're actually holding air. The person is not down. But guess who is down? You. You are down there on the floor, grabbing onto air. The person is somewhere enjoying. I want this picture to resonate. You hold that person down, you're holding grudge, you refuse to let go, you refuse to forgive. Guess what? Who is down? You. Where's the guy? At home. Where's the lady? At home, having so much fun. But you are stuck on the ground, holding air. Don't forget this picture. And this is exactly what happened. Let go of that person. Release that person. When you obey step Three, and you are consistent in obeying step three. Do you know what you, you are doing? Like the Bible says, you will make room. They give room to wrath. What does that mean? When you do good to that person that hurt you, you love that person, you pray for that person, you bless that person, the Bible says you will heap coals of fire on that head, on that person's head, by activating the God of vengeance to go to work. Oh, you didn't hear me. Okay, let me read it for you. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves. Don't try to get back at that person by your own power, by your own strength. He says, but rather give room, meaning allow wrath to come on that person. 
How does wrath come on that person? The Bible says, for it is written, vengeance is mine. When you are constant and consistent in doing good to that person, you employ the God of vengeance. You activate the avenging God to go to work on your behalf. This is how you get back at the person. Now, don't love that person with this at the back of your mind. No. Love that person genuinely. I want to repeat that. Because when you love that person with it at the back of your mind, then you have ulterior motive. And God looks at the heart. Love that person genuinely. When you, in fact, if you do it with ulterior motive, the God of vengeance will not be activated. That, that is the truth. The God of vengeance is activated when you do it with your whole heart full of love. The God of vengeance is activated. The vengeance is mine. I will repay. Don't go and seek payment for yourself. Let God go and avenge you. And therefore, if your enemy is hungry, this is what you do. Feed him. If he's thirsty, give him drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. He says, do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. This is how love wins. Don't seek to repay that person in the same coin the person paid you back in. Rather, repay that person with good. And the God of vengeance will come to your aid. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I give you praise because there is no one like you. Be enthroned in this place. Thank you for your words, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I know that your word, your word will not return back to you until it accomplishes the purpose for which it was sent. Engrave this revelation on the fleshy parts of our hearts. May it never leave in the name of Jesus. If you've got an offering, I'm going to pray for you now. Father, I bless the offerings. Those paying their fact, I ask your blessings upon them. Open doors unusual for them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Join me tomorrow for prayer. It's going to be an awesome time in God's presence. So Wednesday, Friday, we're going to have awesome prayers as we are gearing up for the year end. Hallelujah. Go succeed for the Lord God of hosts is with you. Bye-bye. Order You Must Forgive ebook right now on Amazon for Kindle, Apple Books and PastorRoby.com. The paperback book is available on Amazon. You can listen to the audiobook on Audible and PastorRoby.com. Pastor Roby will love to hear from you. Subscribe to his blog at www.pastorroby.com. Search for Pastor C. Obi on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Oh,